right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, well, we're excited to have Arun with us and, and Karen. Karen, uh, I think most of you have seen some of her shows. She's been on Kingdom Talks doing uh, her part with um, the Elastic Army Band. So thank you, Karen, for being on here today. You're welcome. Glad to be here. And Arun, man, we have uh, played um, message tag for, I, I want to say, a year or, or something like that. It's been a while. And right. anyway, I'm glad to have you on here. It's a pleasure to have you on. And uh, looking forward to actually getting to know you online here in front of a few hundred or maybe a thousand people. Who knows? <laughs> but um, so, Arun, I, I usually have three questions for everybody on their first time through. And yeah. the first one is uh, tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of how you got to where you're at today. Did you used to be in the church box and how did you transition out? So that'd be the first question. Second one is, you know, what's the Father putting on your heart right now? What's the message that you're putting out there to the people? And then the third one is, what do you have to promote? Do you have books, a website? And I know you have a website. Um, and then conferences that are coming up. So let's start with the first question. How right did you get to where you're at today? And, and again, such an honor to have you on here, Rune. We've yeah. been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, no, thank you so much. It's, it's great to be here with the both of you. I really appreciate it and honor what you guys are doing. So it's excellent. Um, you know, in this first question, how long do you want me to go on this? Is this a short one? You know, 20, 20, we usually kind of have 20 minutes for each, give or take 20 okay. minutes. So okay, wonderful. Go. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, good. I just didn't know if this was like a few minute thing. Okay, so perfect. You know, I grew up, you know, not, not within any type of just Christianity or necessarily spirituality. Okay, my, both of my parents came uh, in from India and I was born here in the United States, okay? So they have, you know, the culture uh, of India, which is brilliant, which is beautiful. It's, it's, there's a lot of spirituality. It's, it's pretty foundational. Now, when my dad came over to the United States, it was, it was very much uh, for medicine. So he, he's a doctor, he's a cardiologist, and he came here to practice medicine, okay? And then went back to India, and picked a wife <laughs> and they came together you know and wow, so wow. so i grew up in in south of chicago my my dad was full-time you know he was always working to get people better uh you know as a cardiologist and my mother really just brought us up my dad was really busy and you know i so much honor and respect for him and to this yeah. day, yeah, we were very close. And so just so much honor and respect for what he was doing. And that was what I aspired to. You know, I aspired to want to become a doctor, to really help people out with, with their body. Yeah. And as time went on, I, I really didn't have, you know, too much exposure to any type of spirituality. I went to private school and everything like that. But my dad, he really, when he came here, he really, you know, was a man of science. And he's very spiritual. But he, he was really a man of science. And when he was brought up in India, it was right before the partition between Pakistan and India. So he, they had to flee uh, that part of, in, uh, mm. of, of what was India, what became Pakistan, because of the religious wars. And that obviously would create a little bit of dis-ease yeah. when it came to religion and uh, all of that. 
So that was my dad's, you know, in his formative years of development, that's what he experienced. Okay. So fast forward, uh, I'm going through, you know, school and different things like that. And there wasn't any bent that direction. Okay. Now fast forward, I'm in college and I'm pre like pre-med, pre-chiropractic, I'm studying. And, uh, there was basically this obviously inclination and desire to see people well. So that's why I pursued that. I actually, when I was back in my wrestling and boxing days, I had an injury in high school and that injury, what, what it did was, um, it just tweaked my lower back in such a way that when mm. I went to the medical practitioners, uh, they, uh, what we knew, they, you know, would give shots of cortisone and do their best. And, you know, I didn't experience any relief over time. So the person uh, who uh, kind of injured me had a, uh, a dad who was in the chiropractic field. So he's like, hey, you should go see my dad. And my father was like, sure, just check it out, see if it works, you know? And lo and behold, three weeks later, my back was, was better. It was, wow. it was awesome. You know, and I go, wow, there's something really special here. So I yeah. started to pursue like, what's this uh, with chiropractic and natural medicine and the, the nervous system, the spine, all that stuff. How does this, how does this work? And my brother went with me to check out a school. He was a molecular biologist. And then he went with me and he started to really uh, just fall in, in love in a sense with, with the chiropractic field. He's a really incredible chiropractor here mm. in Redford, California right now. Um, I think he's, uh, he's, he stands apart uh, significantly in what he does. And wow. um, so, so now I'm in, I'm in college. Okay. This kind of gets into now some of the, uh, awakening okay i'm in college i pursue this fraternal order okay i want to i want to become part of this network of doctors uh in my undergrad before i get to grad school so that i can really become immersed in this and really connected with brilliant people around the world right and and so i'm in this i'm pledging this fraternity okay and i'm pledging it and uh two of the pledge classes that i pledge with a uh, fail on me Meaning with this, you have a kind of a brotherhood, a fellowship, and you can't go in by yourself. It has to be with a team. Hmm. So with two classes uh, having, didn't get through with me, um, I went to do it again. And my brother said, hey, I won't quit. And I don't know necessarily if I want to do it, but I want you to get what you want. And so I'm going to do it with you because I won't quit on you. So my brother went through this whole pledge process. Okay. If you guys are familiar with the college days and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. those of you watching and made it through. Okay. But one of the things that I was oblivious to were some of the things that were passed down from say Freemasonry that connects yeah. with fraternal orders, yeah. such as vows, dedications, various traditions that mm -hmm. they have no idea in a sense what they're doing. Okay. Right. So, and for me, just as like, I'm a pretty extreme guy, like I, I love to go for it. And I'm just like, let me just get through this process. And so whatever type of mini vows and rituals are doing, uh, no, no big deal. Okay. And it, it was as simple as like a blindfold. Okay. Uh, and, and just making a vow. Okay. But these vows were very, very, very powerful. And, you know, uh, yeah. our words create either life or death. So we understand this, that it can, you, we can really... Right we could really bond ourselves to negative or darkened energies yep. and so on and so forth. So I, I go through this, I make vows, um, all these things. Yeah. And, um, I get part of this, uh, this is phenomenal. I feel like this is great and connected with these people, with this family. Okay. Now I decided to take a trimester off 
before graduate stuff is going to begin. And during that time, uh, my sister, who's in Florida, and she's studying at this ministry school. Now, she was the first in the family that we know of to start getting compelled to walk with Jesus, you know, from wow. the people who wow. was around. She had an encounter wow. when she went to church. And I kind of growing up or seeing that a little bit, I just thought she was kind of crazy. I thought, <laughs> hey, you know what? She's very weak and she needs that crutch to get her through life. But I love my sister. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I couldn't associate with her. That. I couldn't really connect on that stuff. But she would write when I, we were all visiting home. She would write scriptures on the mirrors in the bathroom. She would um, be praying sometimes. I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so now, took a trimester off. I, we merged back. We connect back, okay, and uh, to help my parents move. And my sister is asking me all these questions about just life and then about the fraternity. And then she's asking things. I'm like, how do you even know this stuff? <laughs> and uh, she goes, oh, well, actually, I was studying about some of this stuff. Can I show you? And I'm like, sure, I guess. Why not? So she sits down with me. We're sitting down on the ground. And she opens up this binder. And it's this stuff on deliverance. Okay. And she took this class on deliverance and then the Holy Spirit spoke to her, take it a second time. And she's like, I don't understand, but I'll do it. The second time she took it, they had the, some of the interconnections with Freemasonry and they're like fraternal orders. Okay. So this is 13 years ago. Okay, wow. guys, just give you yeah. context. Yeah. 13 years ago. <laughs> All right. And she starts showing me this binder and I start reading it. And I, I says, demonic associations with these oaths. And then I read one of the oaths that I made, and all of a sudden I feel this paralysis. Like I, I, I can feel my legs. I'm like, what's going on? Wow. I'm pretty calm in like interesting situations, so I was probably look pretty chill. But I'm like, okay, something's going on here. And then I look down again to read more, and then I black out. And I come back to, I'm like, wow, I just lost consciousness. What the heck's happening here? Wow. And then I continue. I, I, I read a little bit more, and I'm like, man, I feel nauseous. I feel like completely discombobulated, at least feeling again, blackout, come back to. And then she goes, can I pray for you? Because she sensed, obviously, and saw Something's what was going, going on. on. <clears throat> and I go, no. <laughs> and then I, I kind of lost consciousness very briefly again, came back to, she goes, can I pray for you? I go, please. I go, please pray for me. <laughs> so she puts her hand on me and starts speaking in this language that I never knew she spoke. And all of a sudden, I, I kind of fade out again. I come back to, and everything was alive wow the walls were breathing wow. you could see the trees glowing i saw this ball of light and i knew that there was this kind of darkness swirling this is like with my eyes open and i knew that there was i just intuitively know knew this that there was this war over my soul between light and darkness and i needed this light okay yeah yeah well so it begins to fade i come back to and i go where what is this light to my sister? I need, I need to learn more. All right. So, so that, that just opens up a whole new arena for me. I go yeah. out three weeks later to spend time with her in Florida where she's at. She puts me, uh, she, she takes me to church with her friends and I'm like, sure, I guess if this is, if this is where that's at, she puts it puts me and positions me between her two guy friends i think that was very intentional <laughs> and uh, and i'm just during in this this church service that this church she went to it was like full-on gospel you know 
And I'm so offended. I am just like, what is going on here? These people are dancing around, like waving fabrics and people kind of shaky. There's all types of stuff happening. And then there's this guy, this full on gospel, you know, preacher, and he's just sharing all this stuff. And I'm, I'm like, what is this? And in my heart, I kept hearing this voice saying, you need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. And I go, what's going on? I don't, why am I talking to myself? And I just was plotting a way that I could get out and go through that back door. I <laughs> right, I was, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going I'm to make it out of this thing. Yeah. And as I finally, towards the end, get out, I go back towards the back. I open the door. I hear, young man, I have a word from God for you. Seriously. And, wow. And then that just, <laughs> that, that just is like, everyone's looking at me. I go, well, I came here for this. What do I got to lose? As I start walking forward, my body starts shaking a little bit, starts trembling, and I'm talking to myself, I'm not nervous, what's going on? All of a sudden, he just starts, oh, he opens his mouth, something comes forth from him, I, I couldn't describe it at the time. And he just starts saying these things, and as he begins to say these things, they start to become like, my sister doesn't even know this about me. Wow. And, I, and then all of a sudden, I just feel this energy, this presence, and I fall to my knees and I, I just am led to say, God, you are real. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That, that then, <laughs> you know, that then I, I after that moment, it, 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 was a, it was a very deep and big shift. And I got, I, I wanted to get baptized right away. I just was just changed, really changed. I wanted to get baptized right away. So we went to Siesta Key Beach in Florida. And right as I was waking up, and, you know, that morning to go, um, I woke up into an ungodly trance, okay? Uh, and I, I know the terminology now, but back then I just woke up into this kind of paralysis where my eyes were open, but all I could see around me was this kind of like gruesome, almost blood red color. And I heard a, what felt like a hundred plus voices yelling at me in different tongues. And then an, an English interpretation I heard was, you're going to die. I'm going to kill you. Wow. And over and over again, and, and I, I wasn't trained in anything, but I knew that if I could just get the name Jesus out of my mouth, if I could just say his name, that I, I think I'd be okay. Yeah. So what seemed like several minutes, I eventually was able to get the name Jesus out. And then, boom, I got the name out and everything shattered. And it was like, again, I'm like, oh, wow. Then I went to go get baptized. And... There's a lot more that unfolds from there. And I don't know if I want to give you well, a chance to say something before I... Well, you definitely have had a, an extremely interesting introduction into the Christian walk. And um, uh, so, yeah, I, I do have some other questions. But, uh, Karen, I want to make sure you, you get to get your questions in because I'll keep going. If, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, I mean, that's pretty incredible because a lot of people don't think when you're taking oaths under even college things that it means something sure. you know and um that he actually mentions that i was like i've heard that before just like you know the mm -hmm. masons and all that and i think that's really cool because he is revealing that part that a lot of people go oh no that's college stuff <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah totally totally so arun you spent some time in the christian church then um yep. Uh, I guess, 
So from there, and, and I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more to it because your, your story's already oh, been very yeah. interesting. I, I, I absolutely, you're going to have to be back on sometime to dive sure. in deeper. But yeah. um, so from there, how did you get to where you're at now? Because what right. you're doing now and the people you're hanging out with and, and doing mm-hmm. things with, you know, uh, is not necessarily your typical Christianity. Um, so I- anything you want to yeah. say along those lines? Yes. Okay. Yes. There, there's quite a lot. And I think for all of us and everyone watching, we're what, quite a story, quite a journey. Yeah. We're, we're, all, we're all on this wild journey onto, onto fullness. You yes. know? And, and so, you know, right around that time, piggybacking, like just going right back to where I was, I just wanted to know God. So I went back to college and I just would shut the door to my room and I would just connect. Okay. I wasn't taught anything. I just knew that my sister gave me this really fat, intimidating book called the Bible. Okay. (laughs) And that I would just put my hand on it and Mm. I would just ask this, Mm. this, the presence of this God, the Holy spirit. Yeah. Yes. To just be with me. Okay. Yeah. And as I began to do that, while my friends were doing whatever they were doing, I, I would experience these ecstatic states, okay, or these mm-hmm. deep places of what we later I would find out uh, of, of prayer, so to speak, okay, and altered states of consciousness, all types of phenomenon. And it would just be out of a place of stillness. Mm-hmm. And I found something out really, really quickly that I was waiting with God, not waiting on God. Yeah. And it just became real to me that God was with me, in me. And then he began to just elevate me into these places. And that's when I heard about a place called uh, Bethel. I heard it from the that still voice. And then I Googled it. I found it. I said, God, I can't drive 28 hours from where I was in Iowa, Illinois, to go to a church. Okay, my parents would not <laughs> condone of this. Okay, and coming from a you know Indian family, it's like you're going to become a doctor, you're going to get educated, all of that stuff. Okay, <laughs> and so they, I was like, they would not condone this. And and then I saw there was a school, and I go, well, maybe that that interesting. So I just literally apply, and I say, this is my journey, this is my story. Da 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 da. Okay, fast forward, I'm there. I walk into this orientation, my first pretty much church experience, okay, and of school of ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm completely like taken aback. Like, what is going on here? What are these people? You know, there's so many people here, and I don't understand where I quite fit. People are laughing, people are what we consider manifesting, and like mm-hmm. whatever. And I walk out, I, I just walk outside, and I'm walking on the, around the grass in this place called the Prayer Chapel, beautiful area. And I go, God, I don't understand, but I want everything you have for me. Will you please speak to me? And I heard really like booming in my inner space through union with me, everything else will flow. Yeah. Yeah. And that just something is just like, that's what it's about. It's just connection. And from my connection with you, that's where everything is going to come from. So, you know, what you're sharing right now, I think is really, really important because, um, a lot of people, I feel, are, are, are still striving and pushing and, and, try, and fighting to get their place with God. And I think what you're sharing is that you found almost right away that you just rested right into his presence 
and have been with him kind of ever since. And so it became easy for you to hear him, engage with him, and so forth. And, and, and it's unfortunate that so many of us, you know, when we come in, we get taught that, you, you know, you never, either, either you can't communicate with him, he's too far away and he's not interested in you, or that, you know, if you're going to do it, man, you better flog yourself and, you know, <laughs> whatever else in order to earn that place with him, when in reality, we're already with him and we were never separated in the first place. And to realize that and to step into that through, through rest. And anyway, I just, I, I love what you're sharing. It's really good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it, man. It's, it's the restful realization, you know, of this oneness with God. And from that space, the greatest measure of, of flow can be issued out. The, the greatest activity comes from that place of rest. Yes. And I, that, I, that's, that's huge, you know. And one of the things, I, a lot of things I do now is learning to embed that place of rest physiologically so that we can operate more in, in a more conducive mind-body fashion with this place of rest that we've been given. Yeah. So when I, when I was pursuing these realities, it would take me to some of them, you know, the mystics of old who really focused on union with God, such as Madam Guyon. Mm-hmm. You have Brother Lawrence, you have Sadhu Sundar Singh, you have so many. And then it, it took me to modern day individuals who was really who were really moving in this and yeah. uh you know i think i just always had an insatiable desire to know god and to walk with him fully whatever that looked like i was privy to some realities that were extra dimensional so that gave me a uh that gave me a narrative that this is, is much bigger than i think and that these individuals mm-hmm. within the word within the scriptures uh what they did and the feats that they accomplished in christ that that that's possible and it's for today because it, it was my initiation so to speak in the things of god yeah and you know so so that that just began to open up so much and it, it caused me you know that desire for god caused me to pe- meet people such as ian clayton uh and jason westerfield okay now that guy you know is it, so incredible i want people to know that that a lot of people are here today because of some of the feats that he did with god this friendship with god he may have shifted gears with a different direction. But man, I owe a lot uh, to that guy. I think he's an incredible man. And so and then, you know, I, it took me around so many individuals that would cause me to, to know that there's so much more because it was my DNA. It's all of your, your DNA. You guys right now on with me and everyone watching, you're watching because your desire to know him who created you, him who lives in you more fully and comprehensively. Yeah. And be tuned to the fullness of the presence of the person of God in you and through you, right? So we're all out on this journey of full potential and fullness of relationship together. That's what I love about it. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I just want to clarify a little bit or, or ask for clarification because um, I know for a lot of people, when you say Justin West- Westerfield, a lot of people are going to, ah. um, right. you know, and, and I think what you're saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, you know, he did have a lot to offer. And there's a lot of people who have had a lot to offer and they brought it to the table. They brought it to the world. The world received it. And then they maybe got off course and went a different direction or whatever the case may be. And and then everybody's like this versus sure. receiving what they brought when they were in that season and being able to walk in that. It doesn't mean that you, you, ha- you know, have to follow everything they're doing even now, but that you would be able to honor what they brought at that season 
And, and again, Jesus said we need to love our enemies. So even if you would consider him, which I don't, I don't consider him an enemy, but even if you did, that you would still love him. And we still do our best to honor, love, honor, and respect all people to whatever degree that we possibly can. So I just want to throw that out there. And, and, yeah. and I don't know if you want to comment on that or yeah. not. But. No, no, that's good. You know, oftentimes later down the line, we often, after, you know, crucifying individuals or whatever, oftentimes later down the line, we begin to celebrate their victories, okay? And I read about it, I remember in God's generals or heard about it through many individuals or there's these people who walk with God and, and they shifted gears, okay? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and sometimes in a very negative fashion to some and whatever, but we began to realize the value add and contribution they made right. to the body of Christ or to humanity, all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's exactly. It's, late it's over you know what i mean so so uh, you know um my 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 walk is is highly christocentric my focus is on union with god the person of jesus christ the flow of the holy spirit okay so mm -hmm. that that to me is the the deepest and most beautiful foundation and operation and mode of life okay yes. i believe that you can't truly find and know yourself apart from this god connect this union with him Okay, the thing is, is that we all have been coded by the Father of Lights. Okay, we've all, everything, we're held together by the power of His Word. I can't even be constructively held right now and speak to you guys, if not by His grace that laces my, my genetic structure and holds me in, in together, right? Yeah. And so that, that's, my, that's my, uh, my foundation, yeah. is that. And so... You know, God is not willing that any should perish, that all should come to know him. And so we, we have this understanding that we all were in God's heart dream, realized, conceived, and everything that we do for good comes from the Father of lights, okay? No matter where you're at, no matter if you're Elon Musk bringing us to Mars and extending the consciousness and also the, the dominion, and so to speak, or... Of, of creation you know the new frontier pushing us forward whether it was just there's so many individuals i can go who are paving the future right that are paving the future because why because they're they accessed their gifting and their calling and their movement in christ which is irrevocable okay and they're applying pressure to that okay i like that so yeah so so that that's kind of where i'm at you know i think yeah. that there's there, there's so much i i i feel like honor Honor is, is, is missing, and there's a huge virus and sickness in the body of Christ, in the world at large, but let's just say this, where many amongst you are sick, ill, and dying because you've discerned the Lord's Supper, one another, incorrectly. Hmm. So we have to realize that we're, God is desiring the manifold expression to come forth, and the only way we can become one new man is if we begin to honor each and every member, each and every finger, each and every aspect, each and every organ of the body of Christ and not think our way is the highway. We have to understand that we are all in this together in the one new man and everything that we're desiring in the era of, let's say, the era of the manifest sons, plural, it's everyone coming together to flow and add their add their, their expression to the Come table on. in which Christ is the head. And that's yes. when all the things that we're talking about, when it's collective cohesion, when we're coming together it's going to strengthen the bond, strengthen the reality because we're quantumly entangled with one another with all creation. So it's going to strengthen that. And then we're going to come into that. So you're if preaching we can our message honor now. <laughs> we can change everything. If we can begin to honor one another now, mm -hmm. as God chose to give his keys to man 
And so his expression in woman, right? That's what I mean, both together, give his expression. If we, can, if we can walk out this expression and uniquely and not judge one another, okay? Walk with one another. I know things need to be judged, so on and so forth. But what I mean, most of us aren't in a mature, aren't in a mature place to actually righteously judge. Right, right, right. And so I think we're, we're maturing in, in our whole being to be able to walk in that. But if we, when we judge, a lot of times we judge inaccurately and we put up a middle wall of separation between us and them in the body. And so God taught me this deeply through autoimmunity, the different things in my health. When my body began to turn towards itself, he showed that that was like a microcosm of the macrocosm yeah. happening yeah. in the body is we're turning and we're, we're, we're attacking ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. No, that is all so, so good and so true. And I feel like we're just getting started, but we're actually halfway through. And uh, <laughs> we need to take a quick break and we'll be sure. right back after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, so we are back with Arun. And, um, you know, as I said before, the break is just that we have uh, just got started. And I feel like there's so much more that we could be jumping into. And so much of what you've, you've said, Arun, really resonates with, you know, Kingdom Talks and what we are about here because we're all about having the conversations. You know, because you were talking about how, you know, we, we get into, uh, you know, this division and so forth and that and until we come together, you know, we're not going to experience the fullness of the body. And that includes, uh, I don't know how you want to look at it or how you want to say it, but it includes people that aren't necessarily walking with Christ right now that God has already downloaded. Like you mentioned Elon Musk and, and so many other <clears throat> great people. That, you know, sure, we may not agree with their, their morals and so forth, but they're still God's children, and he's, he is the one who's pouring into them. And so anyway, when we are able to come together in love, where we are known by our love for one another, not by our differences, you know, we get to this place where we're eating out of the tree of knowledge so much that, uh, you know, that, that tree of knowledge is good and evil. It's not just evil. And when we have our priorities out of that tree, that's what divides us. But when we work out of the tree of life, it's about relationship. And that is primary. We don't look at trying to divide one another over our knowledge. We look at relationship and learning how to walk with one another, even though we disagree. Because sure. we will disagree. Because if we didn't disagree or have differences, then there'd be no reason for us to have one another. It's the differences that, you know, we, you know make, it, make it valuable for us to want to get to know one another better. Yeah, right so on. Just love what you're sharing. It's good stuff. Yeah. So I good. Love how Arun teaches. He's teaching the word, but he's teaching you how to engage your body into it. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I, I wish I could have been there in, in uh, Missouri, but we had a house closing right smack in the middle of the conference. Oh, so right. there's no way to get there and get back to hit either yeah. side of it. But um, so, Arun, 
you you were sharing how your your Christian walk had led you to Bethel, and from there that God began to speak to you. I want to know how you got from you know that place to where you're at now. Uh, mm-hmm. And you shared that you had started you know going after the some of the gurus that that had you know past and present who are just really engaging with Yahweh. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. How did you make that transition, and and what are you doing today? What is the message that Father has given for you today? Right, right on. Yeah, you know, I, I just shared a little bit about Union Flow, and Union Flow came later in terms of what I do now, in terms of the umbrella in which I operate within. Yet its genesis was 13 years ago with those words, through union with me, everything else will flow. Wow. So that... I talk about how that took me on the most incredible adventures and joys and sorrows and loss. And through that all, I really discovered, you know, we know that through the journey, it's highly transformative. And a lot of people get taken out. But if we can maintain our identification with the victorious one through the adversity, it's not always easy, okay? And and you you may have bad days, bad weeks, bad months, bad years, whatever it is. As long as you just begin to identify with he who has begun this work in you will bring it unto completion. You'll perfect everything that concerns you, that those who love God and are called according to his purposes, all things work together for good, right? All things synchronize, okay? So as long as we begin to understand he first loved us, connect with that reality, that that simpleness of a broken and contrite heart and a desire to know God will cause us to step into the mystery into the secrets into the wonderful realities of the love of god that's that's part of the journey okay and so god obviously has me on an interesting trajectory with my past my interest in wellness my interest in making sure that the mind and the body are in this narrative that all systems go i think that's a really beautiful that's how i describe things like a lot of people we're talking about the body like the body a lot and, and that, I think that's going to bring about one of the most greatest shifts in consciousness. However, it's actually all systems operational. We're actually working in oneness with who we've been created. We, we're walking with body awareness, mind awareness in the body. Hmm. Okay. So throughout that passage of time, like I said, I, I met some brilliant individuals. I walked with some incredible people. Uh, again, Ian Clayton being one of those individuals, I really just, I just really appreciate and honor so much. He's my spiritual father yeah. and what he's done and paved the future for has given me such a great uh, uh, carpet and a great place and platform to walk from. And people like Dr. O, yeah. People like Kirby DeLanero. I know you've yes. had him recently. Kirby's a, such an incredible friend and, yeah. and such a pioneer in a lot of the things I'm doing today. And, uh, and, and we've definitely collaborated on different things, okay? So now taking that background and it's coming into my future, things I began to wait with God. And when I began to wait with God, I began to understand that my breathing shifted, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I began to get sometimes a little bit, you know, okay, let me change it up a little bit. So back in the day, I would go get in the cold water during the Christmas time or whatever that time, and I would begin to breathe and connect with God in that environment. And I realized that as I began to connect with God in those environments, that something would shift, something would change. And I couldn't quite wrap my head or mind or whatever it is around it. But later I would come to find out on the journey, some of these realities that I was engaging with, which is just really utilizing my whole being in my relationship yeah. Okay, so that unity of systems of the spirit, soul and body. I know there's more. I know people can talk about that stuff, too. But just keeping it simple, the spirit, soul and body synchronizing and moving as one unit. 
Whereas, you know, and it does, the thing is what's beautiful about this, I was sharing about this earlier on a mentorship. It's like, no matter what it's happening, no matter what the renewing and the transformation of the mind is occurring, no matter what the transfiguration and the quickening of the body by the power of the spirit is happening. Okay, no matter what, he who is joined the Lord is one spirit with them. It's happening and God will perfect that. But what if you can actually begin to believe what the scripture says and co-labor with God? Come on. Okay, what if you believe you're a co-creator? Yeah. What if you believe yeah. all these things and all these scriptures? So I go, God, I would love to work with you in the transformation of the mind. I would love to work with you mm -hmm. in the quickening of the body. How can we work together on this so I can become more consciously aware and, and just quicken and deepen somatically locked down in my body and mind this process, this union with you? So this journey is, is, is again, 13 years, but it brought me into really just just moving with the mind body connection and I, I, some of the things is it's just the, it's just the mind body connection but a lot of people love when i put the christocentric the, the centrality of christ in the mind in the body okay yeah, yeah. so so that would that would cause me eventually um and, and there were times when i just again just just a different story but there were times man i just didn't know i didn't i i, I i've been through so much and i I've been uh, around some some uh, crazy things that are happening in the world that most people aren't privy to. And, and there were so many different realities and competing voices of what was real. But there was something I could never escape, and that was a simplicity of Jesus Christ, the peace. Yeah. It just passed everything. Like I took journeys and gnosis through knowledge. And you can get so puffed up and illuminated. Knowledge has an energy to it. The more you know, it's like you can keep working off that. But man, it's vanity. Yeah. Solomon said that. And God spoke to me one day as he was recalib recalibrating me to first love. He goes, there's a vast difference between consciousness and friendship. And I want mm. friendship. Yeah. Okay? And that's what I, what I do with the mind-body comes from a recalibration unto first love with the mind-body connection. God began to revamp my mind within his love, being a beloved son in whom he's well pleased, and recalibrate my body systems to further live off of the energy of Elohim or the manifestation of the power of God. So because I, I desired, I always was doing things, I always got, I desired to have a first love relationship with you with everything I do. Okay. Not in most of the things people do, they don't understand. Like it's mostly, a, it's a lot of, I'm not, I know we're all on this journey and I'm never trying to criticize or look down on anyone watching. So I want you to know yeah, that yeah. there's no ego in this. It's just right. a desire and a call to see people understand some of these things because we, we talk about how we, we, we walk with God in these areas, but then we feel like we're dictated by the food we eat or the sleep we get or the coffee we drink. Like you can say like, I'm a son, but then you're, you're going to be like, oh, but I just didn't get enough sleep last night. That's why I'm no good. Or I'm a son. Like I got this, I got this, but I just didn't get those three meals that day. Or I'm a son, I'm a son, but give me that coffee. Without it, I'm worthless. Still got the so stinking thinking going on. How do we begin on? to take our relationship with God into every area and just really put a demand on that reality that's already occurring saying, God, I love this coffee. I drink coffee with the best of them, guys. <laughs> I'm a coffee connoisseur, but I speak to that. I go, God, I thank you that you have everything I need. Yeah, you have all the energy within yeah. you. All the energy I need, and then from that way I eat, or I sleep, or I drink the coffee. Yeah. Okay, and that really what birthed the Triune Recalibration Workshop, where I took people through a twelve or twenty-four hour continuous flow of transformation to recalibrate their systems, their relationship with sleep, so they could sleep deeper or actually sleep more ascended. Because mm -hmm. we look at mm -hmm. most of the Bible was written 
uh, a lot of the Bible was written from dreams and visions of the night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I go, why don't we put our first love connection with God? Why don't we take precedence that that is the prime mode of apparatus for sleep and then second regeneration? Why don't we begin to really relate with things out of a place of first love connection? When I, why don't I begin to relate with the food I'm about to eat from a place of God, you are more than enough to satiate and nourish me. There is realities within you that can bring complete wellness and uh, uh super wellness so to speak into my life and my body and then from that place i enjoy food with the best of them i love it food is a love language i think they left that out you know so (laughs) i enjoy it but it's a a pleasure to be enjoyed it's not doesn't control and master me and i think that's the thing we need to rise up and we need to truly become those who master like masters you know one of the aspects of union flow how i define it is union flow is a state of consciousness a state of friendship with god derived or birthed out of our fusion with him and i say that the flow of this relationship produces divine intelligence and an ability to supersede the limitations of the natural organ so So, i think we're called to supersede these limitations so that we can truly steward first in jerusalem then to the ends of the earth and actually answer the groan of creation all of that okay Yeah. yeah so good karen you got any wheels turning well, I'm, <laughs> I just want to um, say to Arun, I'm really honored by what you do. Um, you know, I just think the way that you introduce this and people understand because I have seen Arun in a conference and he just resonated with people so well. And in this conference, a lot of people hadn't heard this but the way he does it and he's so calm and peaceful and he just goes with the flow <laughs> people really received his message and i could see just people's faces just change as he talked that's good about this stuff and um i just loved it <laughs> and i i think okay. arun one of the things that you do is you bring a different language to now, now a lot of this stuff is, is flat out new in this movement okay so there's you go to the, the church you know a normal church you're probably not going to hear this stuff because i know that you and we we take it to a whole nother level and i think this would be something that that you would agree with but that in order to have true intimacy with anybody there has to be a sense of equality and if we don't feel that we are equal in any way, shape, or form, it's really hard. It's more of a, you know, this type of relationship versus this type. Father mm-hmm. wants us to come into this type of relationship. And, you know, that's when Jesus said, you know, that he did not think it, you know, you know robbery, robbery to be, you know, considered equal with God. Um, so, I mean, and now that may freak a lot of people out when they hear me say that. But I, I, I assure you that there, if you are one with Christ then you are also one with the Father because Christ is one with the Father. We are all one. If we're all one in the Father, we're all one. So it's a concept that the church as a whole has basically kind of ignored and not gone there because I, I think it's scary for them. But I, you're tackling this kind of stuff, and I love it because we really do need to step. We need to deconstruct from a lot of the stuff that the church has taught us, not all of it, but a lot of it just because it's put limits on us that I don't believe Yahweh ever intended for us to have. 
And for us to be co-creators and really step into that place, we've got to go beyond where we were and step into what he's always wanted us to understand. And Jesus, he spoke it out over and over and over. And yet we've kind of reinterpreted a lot of those things that he said and brought it down to a level where, okay, we can handle this because we can, we can, we can kind of do this ourselves versus understanding that there's so much more for us to step into. So go ahead and share a little bit more. Um, we've got about 15 minutes. Um, so like for the next 10 minutes, what, what is probably one of the main messages that you love to give when you go someplace for the first time? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks, Gil and uh, Karen. Is, um, the, uh, yes, one of the main realities I love to contribute, and it depends what setting I'm in and what kind of where I'm being, how I'm being received. If I'm being received on taking people through like the mind-body connection and enhancing and unlocking different modes of expression or potential, or if I'm speaking maybe on a conference type setting, okay, I really, on the setting where I'm mainly speaking to people, um, I love to share that uh, I love to share about union flow. I love to share that the reality is, is that we all need to honor one another's unique individual expressions so that the body can come together and express the one you right on. That's right one on. of my, that's my favorite. You know, uh, there, there's been many mantles or callings that have been left to the wayside because people have desired to pursue another. They've decided comparison. They've decided all this stuff and they, they've shifted their life to be like somebody else. Okay. So we need to truly connect with God in such a way that unlocks our own unique individual expression. It's good. And then we need to move into that like never before. In many have become, we've, we've created sometimes I'd say a clone army and that, that army uh, needs to begin to wake up and we need to find our expression again. And this is, I'm speaking from like a deep encounter. God, showed me this within and he asked me he goes arun help my body find its expression again so that's, that's one of my greatest desires to help the body find its expression again and you see how that's layered help this body find its expression again this physical body this the, these many bodies we have and then help the body each and every member <clears throat> of the unique expression find its expression right yeah so body awareness is a lot of my focus now the pillars of union flow how i've termed it is this is a different now moving into a different area our mindset body set and flow state so i want individuals to understand that their mind is the mind of christ okay and we need to work with this mind that we've been given greater synchronized with the mind of christ okay and 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 really begin to adopt these these higher thoughts and higher ways that are all throughout scripture and like you had said we've limited ourselves so much and if it's true that as he is, so are we in this world. I mean, yep. wow, that's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and if we have the very spirit that, that animated all of creation within our physical body, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, Come then on. wow, that, that, that blows my mind every day. So how do we begin <laughs> to connect with this? And then body set is exactly what I just said. The spirit was given to us, and the redemption of the body is Jesus. That's like he, he obtained the victory prize, which was complete dominion over the realm of death, which is no decay, which is incorruption. So how do we begin to connect with God in these areas? And then through that, I believe we unlock a state of flow, union flow, to where we're moving in a space of greater ascended states of consciousness, 
and mastery over the natural order, okay? I, I train people in peak performance or consist, I'm a, considered a consistency coach. And out of the place of, we have the one who is consistent and constant living in us. So we're consistent yeah. by nature. So first we realize that. And from that place, I teach people just things I do in my lifestyle, whether it be breath work, cold exposure, uh, how to shift attitude and how to shift your atmosphere and altitude through some of the pathways of Paul or different scriptures Paul laid out in the, in his, in the, in the word of God and so much more just to help people to stay in a more consistent space, a more coherent space within their relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Reality is you're there. Right. Okay. No separation. You're there, but there is sometimes a disconnect. And so if you're feeling off, how do you begin to fuse with God by faith? And if that's not synchronizing, well, how do you begin to posture your body, your divine design that God gave you in a place where you can shift your state like that, enter into flow with God and live that lifestyle? That's something that I'm really invested in right now. It's kind of exactly like the main vein of where I'm going. Okay. So, that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's Karen, good. Go ahead, Karen. I want to ask Karim, tell us about the um, cold plunge. I've seen you. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. going to wonder if, uh, if uh, Wim Hof was going to come up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And again, there's so much we can go in. Uh, First of all, I just keep thinking about my wife. I just, uh, you know, she she's in the other room and, you know, I got married a year ago and she's been uh, like being married and knowing that just she's tra she's transformed me into an honored king. OK, so I want to mm -hmm. say like my one of the biggest things that I would say that's new in my life is marriage. And it is it is so phenomenal. Uh, and I wouldn't be able to do the things I do now. I feel like it, she and our connection gave me a massive upgrade in life. Awesome. Um, so I just wanted, I just good. thought of her and I wanted to mention her. Good, good. You know, with, with this whole thing, with, with cold exposure, you mentioned, uh, I had the opportunity to train with a guy named Wim Hof, which is a 20, he's a 26 Guinness world record holder. Right, right. I'm going to train with him moving through the breath and moving through the cold to upregulate all systems, to shift different processes in the mind body that uh, that science has once thought you couldn't ship. And through walking with him in some of these areas, uh, and there's a little significant backstory to this, but through walking with him in some of these areas, uh, I began to really get some incredible, uh, basically access some incredible realities within this divine design, this reality that we've been fearfully and wonderfully made. So when I'm getting in the cold, what is one of the things that really help with that? You know, you, you first you shift your mind, you approach it differently as an overcomer. Then when you're in a situation that's difficult, how do you find shalom? Hmm. Paul says, I've discovered the secret of overcoming all things in Philippians. I've learned to be content in all situations. Right, okay? right. Yeah. How do we begin to practice this? Okay, because most of the time we live very comfortable lives, okay? We, we can we may live very comfortable lives and so sometimes we've been desensitized and so uh, how i find rest a lot is through putting myself into discomfort to unlock the flow of the comforter in and through my gates That's one good. of them is the cold exposure so when i'm in the cold i begin to connect with god in a way and build resilience build shalom so if i'm in a situation that's that's off or that's difficult I will have built a physiological threshold and deepened the seat of rest yeah. in my vagus nerve, in my body, in every area, okay? So That's that good. way there's more rest in my normal day-to-day -day life. 
I decrease inflammation, I upregulate wellness, I shift my immunity, all of that, okay? That goes, that's part of it. And then, yeah, anyway, so there, there's some stuff there. Well, and I'll just, uh, on, on that note, um, you know, my wife is uh, very, very consistent with um, the breathing and then the cold showers, mm-hmm. which Wim Hof teaches. And yes. um, she literally, uh, when, I, when I married her, well, when she was 14, she came down with chronic fatigue so badly that she was bedridden for six years, practically, mm-hmm. and didn't get out much, didn't do much. When I married her, um, you know, when we would go places, if we went anywhere along, we had to take a wheelchair, you know, and even, even after we had kids, you know, we'd go to the theme park and I'd be pushing around in the wheelchair because that was the only way we could do that much, you know, moving around all day because she couldn't do that. Well, through the breathing, we're walking literally miles a day, every day, just, uh, you know, exercise. And um, she's, she's doing great. And, and she attributes it to the breathing and the, the cold showers, that inflammation. You know, the yeah. cold showers really reduce that inflammation, which is uh, incredible. So I'll just say anybody who's out there, you know, take a look at Wim Hof. But now, do you teach this stuff? You do teach this stuff yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're so certified with him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I kind of bring together, well, it depends. If I'm teaching that strictly, I'm strictly teaching that, you know, when I hold workshops, Wim Hof Method workshops. And then with Union Flow, you know, um, having experienced a lot over the decade of learning to work with God in the area of divine energy, with fasting, and then with cold exposure, with breath work, I teach these dynamics. It's just part of my life. So, so I teach them. And then, so for instance, I have my coaching and I coach people on these dynamics and how to work with their breath, work with the elixirs of God hidden within the climate that we may have yeah. become unaware of Which, to upregulate their lives. I, I, I love that. And I just want to say, you know, Wim Hof is incredible. And yes, he's got all these world records and, and yeah. he is incredible. I, and I have heard some people use the, the term that he's also irreverent, which, you know, he is who he is. You know, he's just he is who he is. I, I love the guy, and I, and I you know, listen to quite a bit of his stuff. But I say all that just to say, if you want to learn what he's teaching, well, Arun is certified, so go see Arun, and you'll also get the, the, the Christ connection that is, is missing if you go to Wim Hof. So just yeah. throw that out there. Go to, go to Arun. <laughs> it's right good on. stuff. I mean, you know, God, like you said, God downloads stuff to various people, and it doesn't make it evil just because they haven't officially said that they believe in Jesus Christ and are following him. So we need to look around us to see what, what is out there and begin bringing some of that stuff into the kingdom. And that's what yeah. you're doing. So I appreciate that so much. So we have about... Uh, Three or four minutes left. Um, want to make sure people know where to find you, how to find you, your websites, yeah. your conferences coming up. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and share that with us. And then I'll ask you as well to email it to me. We'll put it in the show notes so that when people uh, see this, they'll be able to get the information. Just click on the link. Right on. You can go to unionflow.com. Okay. Okay. Unionflow.com forward slash T12. That's a huge place I'm focusing right now on is, is individualized and group coaching to really bring the mind-body connection and, and, and really get people unlocked in these areas so that they can just be more, exp- they can express who they're created to be more fully Good. and immersively, okay? So give that so, one more time, unionflow.com yeah. forward slash? B12. B12? T12. T. T. E is yeah. an elephant. T is in uh, the, like, so, so it's called T the 12. Tom. Yeah, it's called the 12. Okay. So 
T12 is a shortened uh, way of abbreviation. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I work with people very relationally so that I can know who they are and therefore really dive in. How can we expand this life that they've been given? How can we unlock their 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 blueprint, who they are, and bring it to the table? So that's that that's where the 12 came in. Okay. So that's union flow transformation coaching, pretty much. Awesome. And then my events and everything, they'll they'll be out there. My Facebook page is really good to track with that Instagram. I spend more time there, but the uh, Instagram and Facebook, social media, Union Flow, or my Arun Bolshanani accounts are just an easy way to see what's coming next. Awesome. So everything is under Union Flow, your Instagram, your Facebook, and uh, your website. Yeah, you can go to that. That's Mm -hmm. easy. That's good. You've done well on that. I've done very poor at that. We've got multiple names in multiple places and (laughs) nobody can figure out where to go. Sure. We're hopefully fixing that soon. (laughs) Right on. Karen? I want to do a plug in for the East Coast. Yes. Uh, yeah. And Chris Blackaby will be here mm-hmm. November 6th and the 7th. And we'll post uh, that yep. program for that too for them. Yep. So if you're on the East Coast, you're in Virginia, you can come from Florida up and Maine down. Yeah. That'll be fun. They're so awesome over there. And I just am so excited to be back with them and with Chris and with all of you. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> so good. All right. So, um, Arun, do you have a few minutes to do um, some behind the scenes? Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and sign off here. And if you would like to see what we talk about behind the scenes, go to KingdomTalksMedia.com. And there are some big easy buttons there. Just click on the um, the, um, the KT community. Excuse me. Click on the partners button and go to the behind the scenes and click on that one. That's where you can find uh, what we're doing here. Um, We do ask for $10 a month just to be a partner with us, and you would get access to that. So uh, consider that, helping us move this whole thing forward. And our thing is about getting the whole body, getting everybody on here that's got something to offer in this movement, and putting it out there. And if it resonates with you, connect with it. So if Arun has uh, resonated with you and you're interested, connect with him at unionflow.com. And uh, a lot of other things that you can find there on Union Flow under the Facebook and Instagram. And go to the forward slash T12 and get involved. All right. Well, Arun, thank you again. Honor you. Love you, man. We love what you're doing. Karen, love you. Thank you for being on here. And by the way, you know, Karen, uh, you know, I'd been reaching out to Arun multiple times over the last year. And uh, Karen somehow connected with you and basically got That's right the, Karen. basically got it set up so you made it happen. you're you're the one you made it happen all right awesome well yeah. blessings to all of you and uh, we will see you next time take care sounds good bye thank you for taking time out to listen to kingdom talks you can find out more about kingdom talks media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com please continue to like subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us 
wherever hearts are open.